Welcome back to the Nightlife Podcast Season 2, Episode 25, the last episode of this season, guys. And, man, I have been planning on this episode because, you know, I just didn't want to have this with just anybody. I wanted to make sure that it was somebody who I believe understands, knows the business really from top to bottom. And uh, I couldn't think of anybody better than this guy right here, Sean Gold, the Nightlife Ninja. Uh, welcome Thank to you. the show, buddy. Thank you for having me. Appreciate no, it. Not a problem whatsoever. So anyway, guys, we always start with a little information as to where you can find the two of us. So you know you can find me always at the Nightlife Entrepreneur on Instagram. You find me as nightlifepodcast.com where you get all of the episodes of the podcast, also YouTube, iTunes, all of that stuff. And uh, how about you? You can find me at SeanGold.com. You can find me at GoldsCode.com. And if you really want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at I am Sean Gold. There you go. Sean, so you are Sean Gold. I who am. are you really? What, what, what's up with you? Who, who are you in the industry? How, uh, why do you call yourself the ninja? Or why do people call you the ninja? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's funny that you asked. So that term came from the fact that I was kind of like a superhero when it came to the nightclubs because I got my clients in and then I would vanish. And then when they needed me, I would always be there. I would materialize. So I would get them in, they wouldn't see me. And then they would turn around somewhere in the club or at the pool or the house, whatever the event was, and right. I would be there just behind them. And they would always be like, you're like a ninja. <laughs> so the name kind of stuck. Correct. They're, dude, you know what? That's something I haven't, I haven't spoken about before, as a matter of fact, but it is very important to disappear you know what I mean like strategically exactly exactly there are moments when you shouldn't be there and there are moments when you are needed there exactly um, because actually I've seen it a lot in, in the new the newer generation of promoters that they it's like from the moment that their client arrives it's like they're stuck to them the whole night mm -hmm. and and, and that's why they never grow from those clients you know what I mean they have no time to meet other people well, I don't know what you think about that I mean, it's a common mistake that, you know, when you have one client, and this is for any business, if you have your one right. general client, you know, that client one day is going to lose interest. Not because of your fault, because they're going to either grow out of it, or they're right. going to get married, or they're going to move, or if it is Miami, they're going to go to rehab, or something else <laughs> that's going to happen, and you're going to lose that client. And the time right. you spent with them building it up and not building other clients, it, it, you're going you're gonna to feel it. Correct. I mean, I, I always used to joke that, my like nightlife especially miami nightlife and being a promoter was like a ponzi scheme because all your people eventually are gonna either grow out of it move away graduate get fired whatever the case may be and you have to replace them right you know, people people can only go out so much before they hit the wall and say i'm not that young anymore right i i don't want to spend that money anymore I want to stay in, like, and you have to constantly replace those people. Right. And right. if you don't have a steady stream of people to replace them with, then you're going to be in trouble. That's true. That is true. I mean, to, to some extent, although one of the reasons that I believe that we've been able to last so long is also because we've been able to, like, build different types of events for those same clients, for example. As a matter of fact, I just said hello to somebody at the bar um, over here who's who's been my client probably for like the past 15 years 
started when she was underage and, and now she's just over it with yeah, kids, you know. Exactly. Um, but back then it was, you know, actually what we were talking about before Yahe, it was before it was Yahe, it was South Fork and Madhouse. Before yeah. my time. Yeah. <laughs> so so when that, you know, when, when this client was going over there, they were looking for the crazy, you know, party that we all love mm -hmm. at that age. And then nowadays she's asking for where's the, the happy hour ambience, where can I go have dinner and some music and a little bit of, you know. So as long as if we want to stay in the business for a long time and we want to keep on growing with those clients, we have to redesign at least the part as to where we're taking those clients, I think. You have to be flexible. Right. I mean, if, you, if you're a 30, 30 and older crowd, you're gonna, if, you live, if you're a local 30 and older crowd, you're gonna want to do something that's worth going out for. Correct. If you're under 30, you want something more crazy. Right. So what I've seen is that if it's a special event, a one-time thing, a VIP event, just something that they, they're, they're gonna get a fear of missing out from, right. those are the best events. Whereas, right. you know, before, years ago, especially when, a lot, uh, when it was a younger clientele, at least for me, everyone would go out no matter what. If there, was, right. if there was a chance to have fun and dance and drink, no matter what was happening, they would go. Right. And I'm sure you've seen it, whether it was through tropical storms or hurricanes, they, they, some nightclub would be open, right. and everybody would be like, I don't have work tomorrow because there's a hurricane warning, <laughs> so let's go out. So it just becomes hurricane though, party. Yeah, even, even though it's going to flood, even though it's going to lose power, let's go still go to the nightclub. And I've right. seen people carry girls in three feet of water because the girls don't want to get their shoes wet. I've seen people go through, drive their car, and stall out to get to the club because right. it's just, it, it, it's like a one-time thing where let's go party, let's go crazy. It's a right. hurricane party. Correct. You know, nowadays it's like, I would, you know, the only kind of party I would do is a search and rescue party because I right. mean, those are kind of dangerous. But back then when you're young, <laughs> it's like, okay, let's do it. Who, who cares? Talking about young, how young did you start in the business? I started uh, when I was 17. And for those at home, I'm 18 now. There you go. <laughs> no, but I, uh, um, I started, yeah, when I was 17. I started so, in the Bahamas throwing parties. Oh, really? Yeah. So same here, not in the Bahamas, but I was also 17 when I started. I, I, it's not that I condone it anymore, kind of. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was kind of different back then. I don't know. It like, was very different yeah, back then. Yeah, right? Like, I don't know what like what the heck it is, but but it, but it was. It was. The, the, the thing is this. Nowadays, I don't know if the younger generation, the 18 to 21, that are not able to drink at least, mm -hmm. um, at least here in the U.S. Don't, you know, like, is there space for them to get into the industry, do you think? It depends where. I mean, right now in nightlife, at least in a competitive market, it's like a race to the bottom if you want to be a promoter. Because right. every, every person with a brain and an Instagram account can say whatever they want. Right. It's, it's very easy to, to fake your connections and the fake your success and the fake your hookups and the fake all that. When it comes down to it, you know, are you able to deliver on the service you, you promise? Are you able to right. say if you're going to get someone in free, are you able to get them in free? Are you able to get someone the table they want? Are you get, able to get them past the line? Are you actually, do you actually have pull and power and influence? Right. And a lot of people realize that, you know, it's a very gullible thing now where it's like you click on a hashtag, you find someone that looks like they know what they're doing. You pretty much put your night, sometimes your entire trip, your one night in Miami or wherever you might be, even Vegas, on that LA, person that, on that person, but yeah. when you get to the club, they say, I don't know who that is. Exactly. And it's really, you know, the bar is set very low. And if you can deliver, if you if you can over-deliver on your, on your promises to people, then you'll go far. But right. it's that over-delivering part. It just, there's so many people, it looks easy. It looks extremely easy because, you know, oh look, it's, he's doing it, she's doing it. It's, it's yeah. the easiest thing, but it's not the easiest thing it's because not. you don't 
you only see what happens at the club. You don't see the hours or even the days of preparation that goes into it to confirm people, get right. names for a list, vet them, check right. the Instagram, make sure they're real, make sure they fit the part. Whatever it may be, you don't see that. You only see the aftermath, which is, you know, the drinking and the fun and the dancing and all that. Right. So, you know, 90% of the people, I'd say even 95%, just they clearly have no professionalism. They don't right. know what they're doing. And again, the bar is set low. So if you have a general interest and you really want to do this and you come in there with an attitude that I'm going to be different and I'm going to hook someone up and I'm going to deliver on my promise, and I'm going to give them an experience that they're going to rave about me to their friends, right. then you will go far. But so many people, they, they want the glitz and the glamour. They, right. want, they want a drink. They want a party. And right. the people, the people that, that are real professionals, they don't drink. They don't party. They're right. there to handle business. Exactly. You know, I, I never drank. I never partied. I was there yeah. to handle business. I had to take care of people that needed to be taken care right. of. I had to make introductions to people that I did a little partying, a little bit. Okay. Well, like, to each his own. <laughs> exactly. I'm just saying, like, I never did any of that. I, I understand. I, which, and, by the way, I, I think I would have done a lot better if I didn't. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's sure. just, it's something where I feel like, I mean, if I partied, you know, I started when I was 17, like you, but if I, you know, I was 18, you're 18 years old, and people are all shoving, you know, shoving bottles in your face and all sorts of stuff, you know, I mean, I probably would have been done by 19. Right. I mean, there, there's, like, for me, there's no way to go out five nights a week and drink yes. and stay out and, you know, be in school and try and have a normal life. I mean, it just wouldn't, it, it wouldn't happen. Right. So, with that being the case, like, you know, you focus on what you have to do. You don't focus on the partying. You don't focus on the drinking. You don't focus on looking cool. You focus on your clients. Right. You focus on delivering. And you, and you build a network from that. You build a network of people that start sending you referrals. Right. And even I have people that text me from all over the world, all over the world, that say, so-and-so gave me your number. And now nowadays, the younger generation doesn't even drop names. They just say, my friend gave me your number. What's good? There's just nothing. They just want to, they want to get in. They want right, to do right, it. Right. So, you know, but that only comes because... I hooked someone up and gave them treatment that they didn't expect. And, and nowadays, you're only working like with the big dogs, right? You're I like mean, right, right. Nightlife-wise. Nightlife-wise, for me personally, because I've branched out, I do special events mostly now. So, yeah. like, if it's a yacht party, if it's a brand release. Right. Um, Which, by the way, a lot of you people don't think about those things as a promoter business. And it is a side business of promoter that could become your main business at some point. The, the, the best parties, the most fun parties that I ever did, rarely ever took place in a nightclub. Correct. They took place in a private mansion. They right. took place on a yacht. They took place at a penthouse. Right. They, they took place at a, uh, I wouldn't say a festival. I'd say, I'd say a day party with several right. thousand people, but not a festival. Right. Those are the ones that are like amazing because the nightlife, especially now, has become very vanilla. It's become very like, okay, just buy a ticket. Same shit. Where back in the day, as you probably remember, it's like, what's a ticket? You know, you yeah. got to know someone, dress the right oh, way, yeah. act a certain way, oh, yeah. be on time. You know, you actually had to, you know, have a certain level of decorum yes. to, to make it past that, that door, which now it's just like, if you have a ticket, go to this door or go yeah. to this side. And it's something where I personally, I never liked and I, I miss the old way. So I Correct. prefer the private events where there is still like some sort of, again, decorum and professionalism and actually like, oh, I, I know someone to get into here that it's right. not open to the public. It's invite only. Like you right. have to be on a list. You have to know someone and you, you have to be admitted Correct. Unlike where it's like, okay, I bought my ticket for 30 bucks and I can go. And yeah. I feel like that's the antithesis of what South Beach used to be. Right. And it's the antithesis of what Miami as a whole used to be. Just because it used to be, you know, you just had to know the doorman. You had to know your, your promoter. You had to, like, if your guy wasn't there, if, if, if let me rephrase. If your person wasn't there, <laughs> the, your, your right. main contact, you were out of luck. Yeah, by, by the way, 
this is for men and women. It's Actually, for everybody. Uh, yeah, it definitely is. It's, 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 for, it's basically there are no prerequisites. The prerequisites is someone that's going to work hard. It's someone that's going to be professional. It's someone that's really going to, you know, again, deliver on what, what they promise. Right. And it's not going to, you know, mess things up because you can mess up a lot of things. I mean, there's right. a pressure of people are entrusting you with their night, their vacation. I mean, yes. I've, I've had people entrust me with the wedding proposals. And you don't want to awesome. mess that up. That's a lot of pressure. So you want to make sure that it goes smoothly. And yeah. you, you can't be, you know, on your phone hanging out, checking Instagram. I've, I've seen so many weddings and so many divorces yeah. through our yeah. it's, <laughs> history. It's, it's kind of a churn and burn for relationships. I mean, right. it's so to answer your question, it's I've sort of branched out. I mean, I've did, I did nightclubs for almost 20 years. Right. I mean, it's, it's kind of boggling to say. And it, it, it's kind of weird to me because I have people that are clearly underage texting me and I'm like, wait a minute, you think Y2K is a DJ? You can't come out. <laughs> right. You know, like it's, there's, there's a certain level of things I can take, you know, and it's Correct. like, it's, we're getting to the point where people that would ask me how long you've been doing this. And it, when, I, when it gets to the point where I say, before you were born, I have a problem. It, I, it I personally have an existential crisis it is, with it that. Is. I've, I've, had, um, I've had phone calls. I'm in a club and I get a phone call from a good friend who's been a client for a while, and I'm like, oh shit, this guy's here. I answer, and, and, and he's like, are you at the door? I'm like, I'm not, but I'm coming, are you there? He's like, no, 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 my son's at the door. Yeah, it's, a pretty, it's pretty weird. Sure. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's, uh, that's a bridge too far for me. <laughs> Just because that's, that's uh, you don't want to be the person, you know, the cockroach has met their match. You know, you want to, at True. least for me. I mean, True. it's... So, I've, so <laughs> in a way for me also, I, I've, I've uh, separated mm. from the part that has to do with being at the club yeah. and, and the whole partying and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm, I'm overseeing a, a, a longer team of promoters. And one of the reasons that, um, that I wanted to step out was because I saw that there was a, an issue. One of the issues was nobody was delivering on their promises, as you're you saying. And I felt that there was a, something missing. Like I needed to help those guys that wanted to do this right, help them, help guide them. But not, you know, I tried dif different ways. And that's when I decided, you know what? I got to write a book about this stuff and maybe talk a little more about it. But when I finished the book, I realized it's not enough. I got to do a little more because I was getting a lot of questions after the book, even though it did help a few people. And that's when I, you know, I, I was like, okay, I went in the direction of creating a, uh, a course, which is going to come out very, very soon. I'm doing my first webinar actually on the 28th of May and the course nice. comes out on June 10th. Focus more on the beginner promoters, anybody who's never been in the business. So it's from the start completely. To anybody who's been doing it but is not doing well mm. and wants to do it better, so so I, I think there's going to be way more courses coming after, but the, but I want to start with that, and then you know my my question is what drove you to to also writing? I, actually, you you've written more books, but but uh, yes. you're more of a writer now, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's it's something I always wanted to do, and a lot of people you know is like you could you should write a book. Right. So okay, I did. It's your turn now. Go write a book. <laughs> it's um, it's something I've always wanted to do. It's right. something that I'm just naturally good at. Right. And I wanted to write something that could help people, that could show some crazy stories, that could right. really, you know, be something that's easy to read. It's not like a 500-page tome. Right. You know, it's it's something that's it's digestible. You can get through it in like a day or two, depending right. on, on how like how fast you are. Right. As well as the fact that you could keep it as a reference book, as a guidebook to come back to and right. read it. Because when you're in this business or any any entrepreneurial business, 
it's you're gonna have those days when you're like, what am I doing? Right. <laughs> and you need you need something to fall back on when everyone calls you crazy. Right. I mean, it's it's so that's that's pretty much why the book is there to be like so, you're not crazy. So talking about better be you, what what is the book about exactly? So this is an entrepreneur crash course. This is the book that if you didn't go to school for entrepreneurship, because it's, it's a major now. I mean, it's like the cool Correct. thing to do. I mean, Correct. that was my major when I attended the University of Miami. It's something that, okay, well, where do I get my resources from? You know, because I can go on Instagram, but the problem with that is I don't know if these guys are real or not. Anyone can just take a picture next to a car that they don't own and say, I made it. Yeah. Here I am. Now you do it. Right. And, you know, where do they go? You can go to websites. You, they really just need a guide, and I'm from so left field, you know, right. coming up through the nightlife to make these contacts and networking and actually, you know, having this business that when I was 17, 18, 19, you know, people, you know, I read about in the book, people are at that time were, were trying to find, you know, internships and all that when they're in college. And I was already running, you know, a nightlife business, you know, right. four or five nights a week in South Beach at the best nightclubs. Right. And I wanted to share that information because it's so out of the, out of the box. You very few people in this industry that have that sort of background and then write about it to help others and to illustrate, right. you know, some examples. And yeah. to, to yeah, help I've been looking around. I haven't, I haven't found more than 10 books in total, like from the 60s. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a very small pool. Yeah. But I mean, it's, you know, be, for instance, you can do a general marketing book, like a Seth Godin book, and that'll right. help. But when it comes to a nightclub, instead of working in a nightclub and making something happen, because pretty much what nightlife is and what nightlife promotions are, is making something from nothing. Right. That's what it comes down to. It comes down to, yeah. you know, here we have a club. The club in the day is just basically a basement. Okay, there's right. nothing there. There's no windows. Correct. It's a bunch of lights. It's a dark room. There's nothing. Right. But at night, we got to turn the music on. You got to put the laser lights and all that on. And you got to make that basement into something that can generate lots of revenue. Right. So it's basically, you have to make that hot. And you're not going to make it hot by, you know, just showing up and expecting it to be packed. You really have to, you know, deliver on your promises. You really have to bring the right people. You really have to, you know, focus on what needs to be done and deliver on what needs to be done in right. order to make that place, you know, the place to be. Because it's, especially right now, it's extremely competitive. Yeah. Because right now you're going up against an Instagram live feed. So if you go somewhere that's not hot, you can just check your phone and your friend's going to be somewhere down the block that's packed. Right. So it's like, why am I going to stay here when the other place is packed? Right. So it's more difficult now than it was before because before you would just ask, is it good? Yeah, come through. Now, right. okay, send me a picture, send me a video. And you right. can go and see it right there and be like, wow, this is insane. So And it's usually the same places that are always packed. Yeah, I mean, it's and, and there's not that many nightclubs, at least in Miami anymore. I mean, right. every the, the beach has shifted. I mean, I don't need to explain it to you, but right, right. you know, we went from a... Uh, an environment of having you know three nightclubs on every block right. for 10 blocks straight right. and having thousands of people to having a quiet beach town where you know ultra's already gone right. you know we having a quiet beach town where there's only a few big clubs now where right. there used to be tons of big clubs right we went from having now okay well now winwood's a cool spot but winwood is you know it's all bars there's sure, no dress code it's a totally different scene right. or if you live in midtown why am i even going to go i'll just stay at midtown right. if i live in brickle why am i going to take an uber i'll just walk the block right. you know there's it, it It's, it's changed. So depending where people are, you really have to see the environment. And if there's one piece of advice that I personally use that I want to share with everyone, if they remember only one thing from this podcast, is that what the secret to my success is that I took the jobs nobody wanted. 
on the nights nobody wanted to go out, at the places that were not popular for the money nobody else would accept. Right. So you could actually be called a promoter. Yeah. So I could actually not only be called a promoter, but establish a reputation. Right. I mean, establish just, you know. Not just with the clients, but with the with, with owners. With the venues, with everything. Right. Because, again, the bar is set low. Okay. Yeah. I, w I came into this as a nervous, you know, 17, 18 year old kid. I didn't know anything. Right. Okay. One of my first big parties I did, I had like 300 people show up. And I thought I did bad because I thought my job was to pack a thousand people in the club. Right. And you have people coming out saying, you know, the average person brings 10 people, 15 people, 20 people. You just brought buses. Yeah. And that was like a hallmark back in the day when I would like, I would bus literally hundreds of UM students out right. to these clubs on empty nights and just fill them. Right. And I kept it going for years. I just kept it revolving door. Like, okay. Were you, were you a student at the time that you were doing the, yes. when you started promoting? Okay. Yeah, I was, I was a student in high school. And right. I had what was, you know, what's called the peak, the peak experience, the peak moment where it's, a, it's an experience you have that changes you. That when it hits you, and it could be for promoting, it could be for anything, music, it could be for acting, it could be for sports, it's anything. When you have that experience, you know you have to pursue it. <laughs> So when I first started doing it, I said, this is for me. I have to do it. I don't, I don't, I don't care what it's going to take. I don't right. care what I'm going to have to do. I don't care if I don't make money at, at first. I don't care if I fail. Most people for anything, I'd be like, oh, I fail. I'm not doing it. Oh, right. they, they give up. But when you have that peak experience, that peak moment, you're going to keep going. And that's what separates you know, successful, not just promoters, but successful people right. from non-successful. Because the non-successful will make excuses. Whereas the successful people will say, OK, I'm in it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to learn from this failure. I mean, I've had like such horrible failures that I'm sure nobody wants to hear about. But let's talk about them anyway. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, no, actually, we, I've always said that the, the failures are the ones that are going to educate them the most. It's, yeah. it's what we need to share the most. I mean, it's in a world now, nobody wants to admit anything failed. Right. You do not, you do not post your Everybody's videos perfect, or your pictures yeah. of your failures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not cool. It's not cool to post like the fact that you're like, you know, alone, and you lost all your money, and you want to shoot yourself. It's not cool. Right. You know what's cool? Posting that you killed it. Posting yeah. that even if you fake it. Right, right, So, right. you know, you got to have a dose of reality. And the reality is, like, all right, I did a party on a boat once, Halloween party, called Ghost Ship, okay? Okay. First major <laughs> party. I was 18 years old. I had, like, two, 300 people come in costume. It was going great. One problem. It was like a mini hurricane. So the boat kept going from the left and the right. It became known as the Titanic. Oh, man. I'm just kidding. The, the, the Titanic had survivors. <laughs> so it was, it was bad. Like, it was, it was one of those things that anyone else would be like, I'm not doing this ever again. But me, right. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it again. So no more boats. <laughs> so no I more did, ghost ships. Yeah, no more ghost ships, please. <laughs> See, we laugh about it now, but when you're like 18, oh, imagine then, man. I mean, it was, oh, it was to the painful. point that when I showed up to my class the next day, because it was on a Thursday night, right. I showed up to the class, you know, and they did a roll call, because there were only 20 people in the class. All the class looked at me, because they didn't expect me to show. The yeah. professor came up to me and said his door was always open if I wanted to talk. I mean, it was bad. Oh, man. <laughs> so so a, year, a year later, I did another party at a place called Tantra. Remember Tantra? Yeah, yeah. I don't Monday know if it's nights. still around. I don't think it's still around. No. So no. we had a party to do on a Thursday at Tantra. All right. And it was going to be our first South Beach party. Uh, Irina and uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember their names. The I don't even remember. <laughs> this is a long time ago. This is uh, so we, had, we set up to do this party. We promoted the hell out of it. It was going to be great. It was empty. I, we had like seven people come, including me. It was terrible. Wow. One of my other friends was promoting down the block. And I go, how is it? He goes, the beach is dead. He's like, my party's dead too. So even now, Whew. even with the thousands of people, 
Right. If I had that same night, I couldn't have made it happen. It was right. one of those things where, like, you have to fail. You have to fail so you, you learn. You right. have to know that, like, you get humbled a little bit. Correct. Where it's like, all right, maybe I don't know what, everything. Maybe I need to learn. Maybe I need to just work with other people and see how they do it. Right. And that's pretty much, you know, these experiences showed, okay, start at the bottom, just try it out, see. Right. And then as I started seeing that, again, the bar was set low and that people would, you know, I, I always thought, again, I was doing horribly. And then I would get calls the next week, are you coming? I was like, you want me back? And they're like, right. you, you, you did amazing. What are you talking about? Because like, I didn't know what was expected. I exactly. thought, because when I was in spring, doing spring break parties in the Bahamas, I would just mob the place. Right. And I thought you had to just mob the place. But no, they were just like, just bring 20, 30, 40 good looking people. Right. And then it was like, okay, can I bring 100? Yeah, bring 100. Can I bring right. 200? Can I bring 500? Can I do 1,000? Do 1,000. And it was just like, it became something where, again, you had to start and be humbled and make the right connections, right. prove your worth, prove to the people that sign the checks that you are valuable. Right. And then you'll get more work. And that, I mean, every single job I had in that 15-year span of nightlife, whether it was a private party, whether it was a nightclub party, whether it was a day event or Super Bowl party, whatever, it comes from someone giving a referral, saying this is the guy you want to hire because he's going to deliver. Yes. So if you deliver on your promises and you actually over deliver and you, you just put your all into it every single time. On their promise over deliver all the time. They will, you know, it will create this reputation about you. Yes. And I mean, it's, it, it's if I had a chart here, which I know, but <laughs> it, it would show how it goes from the bottom and it curves up a little and then it plateaus and then it curves up again and then slowly goes down like a normal business arc. Right. But that chart was as a 15 year chart. Exactly. You know, most people, they just stay flat. Right. They don't go up. So it's, it's something where, you know, you really have to put all your effort in and really work hard right. and always be humble yes. and, you know, not worry about what anyone else is doing. Worry about what you can do. Worry about, 100%. you know, delivering for your clients, delivering for the club. And I mean, it becomes... Especially nowadays, people concentrate a lot since because of social media. They're always looking at what other people are doing. Exactly. Instead of, you know, just focus on what they're doing. I'd, I'd say delete all that. Don't follow right. anybody. Okay, like just... <laughs> right? Like... <laughs> There, there are people that have 50,000 followers and they can't bring five people to a nightclub. Right. You know, and it's like, you need to have, you need to have 50 people that spend money. Just have 50 clients. Focus on having 50 clients and you'll be good. You don't need to worry about any of that. You, yes. don't, you don't try to be an influencer. Have real influence. Right. Have real influence so that, say if the, the club is busy and the door is being held, which you know happens at a, at a very hot spot, they're always the fire marshal's gonna come, they hold the oh, door. Yeah. Have the influence to go and say, I need this person in. To right. walk that person in. Have the influence when it's a sold out night to get your right. main crew in. Have the influence to, you know, if someone's coming to you. you and can, you gotta earn that influence. You have to earn that. So you have to build that up. Correct. It's not about buying followers. It's not about having likes. It's not about being known for a bunch of people from out of town that are not gonna spend money. It's about having real influence with real clients and establishing those relationships. Right. I mean, I have people from, again, like 15, 16 years ago that were at the very first parties I did that once a year they'll come see me, you right. know, and those are the people that whatever you want, you know, it's like because they right. were there when I was doing no name places at nights that nobody's there and you're just like, they were supportive. By, they were by like, the way, I'm that's probably fun. the best advice I've heard in a long time. Well, thank you. Because a lot of people yeah. do concentrate on, so what is the place that is happening and is packed so I can work there that day and bring another 10 people to that party yeah. that's already happening. I was like, what is the point of that? Like, uh, I don't get I, it. I mean, a common misconception is that like, if you want to get into this business, you're not going to start at the best place. 
Right. You're, you're gonna, the, and, and that's one thing when I when I used to run teams of promoters, everybody want to work is like, let's work here at this club because all my friends already go. And like, right. we don't need that. Like the clubs that are already busy do not need you. The Correct. clubs that are not busy need you. That's exactly. what separates who's going to be real and who's who's not. Exactly. Because it's it's again, it takes a lot of effort to really, you know, make something happen and to, to build it up and to have something that goes for weeks and then months and if you're lucky enough, years. Yes. I mean, it's so Ton. you you have to get out of this mindset of like just working at the hottest place. If you want to be at the hottest place and look cool, just be a be a customer. Don't be don't don't work True. there. True. You know, because you <laughs> You have a lot to say, my man. Oh, I try. I love it, bro. I try. Here's the um, where, where can people get your book, man? Amazon. 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 Um, and right there, my face is on there. Don't be alarmed. <laughs> and you can find all his, all his four books, actually. Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to follow your footsteps and write another one. Um, so anyway, we're going to be running out of time very soon. So I don't know. If, I mean, I, I was going to ask a last question. But oh, you pretty ask, much asked. No, no, I mean, ask, yes. it was no, I mean, uh, which was going to be about that. The, the you know, one, a, a good piece of advice with what you mentioned. I was, I was like, man, that is so true. <laughs> I haven't looked at it in, in that way uh, pretty much, but it, it is so true and so real. The fact that you should focus on working where others don't want to yeah, be working. Yeah, I mean, you know? let's take some calls from the viewers at home. Right. See what they say. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, and anyway, in the end, you're also going to get that. That feeling of I was able to build that. I was part of building that. It's not just I'm just another guy that when they come to the door, nobody knows who I am. Yeah. You know I mean? Again, it's if you want to look cool, and if you want a little bit of clout, as the kids say. Again, you can be a customer or be a friend with someone. Right. But if you actually want to build something and you want to sacrifice and you want to actually create something and take pride in the fact that you built something that's going to last, I mean, then be prepared to work hard. I had a right. party I started when I was a, a junior, University of Miami, and I kept it going for almost a decade after I graduated because I built it to last. Right. Okay. It went literally from 2006 to, you know, almost 20, 2013. Nice. You know, and again, this is something I started with nothing and I built it and we did it every single year to the point that, you know, that was the party to go to. The alumni knew it, the transfers knew it, the freshmen knew it. But again, I built it and the first ones, as I've already shared, were terrible. Right. They, they were, they, you had to kind of suffer to get to where you want to be. Correct. And nobody wants to do that anymore. Everybody True. just wants like, True. I'm here, where's, where's my table, where's my bottle, where's my check? True. True. You know? Guys, so, I don't know if I mentioned this before, I was talking to you about it, but The, the fact is, if you want to get started in this business, if you're not in it, or if you are somebody who's already in it but wants to do this better, I want to invite you that I'm going to be having my first webinar, online seminar, event, whatever you want to call it, on May 28th. It's going to be at 8 p.m., but you can go to the website, uh, the blog, or you can, on my Instagram, everywhere. You can find uh, the link um, there and sign up for it. And after that, I'm actually finally launching the, the course that I've been promising to, to the followers for over a year. I mean, I got three kids. It's hard to get that stuff of done. Of course. But, um, but the reality is I want to be able to help more people as, as you are um, already doing so. And man, I just want to thank you for, for coming today. I wanted to end the season with somebody who, who had the energy that you have, well, who's you. been in the business industry for a long time, who's been successful in the industry, who, and who has also failed at some ghost ship parties <laughs> you know there was, there was so, more than just one <laughs> so guys do not be afraid to fail you gotta try 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 and if you have those bad nights which we all do just keep going 
just keep going because you will see those beautiful successful nights and it'll be all worth it so sean thank you thank sir. you so much um your handle one more time before we leave uh instagram where is it that they can find you i am sean gold You'll you see go. my face, don't be alarmed. There you go, the book on Amazon, both books you can get on Amazon. You can find me at The Nightlife Entrepreneur on Instagram. You'll find us at nightlifepodcast.com on YouTube, Instagram, I mean on iTunes, Spotify, Potomatic, blah, 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 everywhere, everywhere. I haven't followed you to see the you. club. Dude, <laughs> don't follow me to the club. I'm not going to be there myself. <laughs> see you next week.